So on Friday, I had a chance to sit down with Senator Heitkamp after her Native American roundtable in Mandan. Uh, we sat down to talk about this newspaper ad that outed sexual survivors without their consent. And I asked her one question that literally everybody from both sides of the aisle has been saying to me, and they're saying, Chris, you got to ask her why. Why, why even use sexual, sexual assault survivors in a political campaign ad? So we talk about that. One thing I want you to note as you watch this, if you need to turn up your volume a bunch here, we only had one microphone for this interview, so you may need to turn up the volume a bit just to make sure that you can hear clearly the questions that I'm asking her. But also remember, um, this interview, because it happened last Friday, it took place one day after that big debate last Thursday. So there's a lot of pressure on her, a lot of stress, obviously. So uh, we opened up the interview with just simply me sitting out there and saying, hey, Senator, how you doing? How you holding up through all this? I'm good. I'm good. Sorry for Yeah, well, it's, you know, um, you you uh, hire people and, and you trust that they do their job and sometimes it doesn't work out. But at the end of the day, it was my name on that advertisement. It, it's my responsibility. And so I'm going to continue to um, uh, reach out. A lot of, lot of uh, uh, you know, challenges there, uh, which would tell you that there was a big problem because we should have all this contact information and have a personal relationship. We don't. And so we'll, we'll work through it. I want to start with this. Uh, one of the women that was outed without her consent was on CNN yesterday. Mm -hmm. and she, the woman asked her, hey, if you could talk to Senator Heitkamp, what would you say to her? And she said, I just want to know, how did something so reckless happen? Yeah. What would you say to her? I would say that um, we are trying to get to the bottom of it. And at the end of the day, um, it happened because we had massive failure of verification. Um, and uh, people trusted each level. And that was not um, uh, appropriate at all, especially given the nature of the ad. I mean, it was, as she said, reckless and uh, terribly wrong. Did you know about the ad before it hit the paper? Yeah, I knew that the ad was coming, but I didn't know about how the, the names were gathered. I, I, so this wasn't... Said, knowing how sensitive this information is and you've committed your life to working for survivors and victims, why not double, triple, yeah. quadruple check? Yeah, I think I think that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm taking responsibility. And so... Um, but but this was not done by a low-level staffer. This was done by someone that um, I, I put too much trust in, obviously. Can you share with us who that is? No, I won't. Any reason why not? I think I think it's I think that right now we are in a situation where um, we we have already um, number one. I'm taking responsibility, and so it it it's like well point the finger at someone else. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take responsibility. The biggest question I'm getting from literally both sides of the aisle is why use sexual assault survivors in a political campaign ad? I think a lot of people reached out to us who were sexual abuse survivors after Congressman Kramer's comments and said, what can we do? And we said, well, you know, why not? why not uh, uh, say these, these words are hurtful. And, and so many women signed that and knew that they were signing a political ad. So it wasn't like, like, like we had uh, you know, uh, 
pulled out names of people who did not know what this was going to be. There were many, many women who knew exactly what was, was uh, intended and wanted to be part of that effort. And so it was a way to give them voice. It, 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 it went very, very wrong. What, what happened? So I, think, I don't think anyone's really clear yet on how some of these names were gathered and they weren't necessarily uh, survivors and then some obviously without their consent. So had a few days and I had to investigate this. How, how did these names get on there? Um, uh, they were, they, they, the interaction with the office was with victim advocates and then victim advocates reached out to other advocates and other community members and um, some community members said it's, it had, had uh, social media interaction and these names came off a of social media interaction that um, was wrongfully uh, uh, perceived I think by the campaign to be people who had given consent. You're in a big Senate race and we yeah. ultimately determine you know, the majority of the U.S. Senate. I know you're super competitive like myself. Did your competitive nature maybe I don't think so. I, th I think I think wanting to give a voice. You know, let, you know Chris, a lot of this is detracted from. I think uh, a, a fairly um, troubling statement that Congressman Kramer made. So let's not forget that. That led to a lot of the outrage of the people who signed this letter, knowing exactly what it was going to be, which is that you can't be sexually assaulted unless there's intercourse, and that if you're a strong woman, either this doesn't happen or you just move on. And so I think, let's, let's not forget that there, this was, in fact, in reaction to some pretty, um, I think, uh, uh, broad-based and wrongly placed uh, attitudes about sexual assault that came from Congressman Kramer. So um, I don't think this was about, uh, uh, I think women wanted to speak and we gave them that opportunity in the ad. Unfortunately, the names that were in the ad um, uh, were not correct, several of those names. Have you thought about, because yesterday Lexi said you had not reached out to her personally, yeah. so have you spoken to her yet? We have, we have, we, we have, it started with the woman who um, uh, put together the original list, and I think Lexi's on that list, and so I had her go back and and because I, I talked to her and I had I said look I don't have phone numbers we're looking for phone numbers we're trying to get the word out could you give them my personal email address so hopefully she followed through and I should check with her that she in fact she she sent something back saying she did she sent on my personal email address to all the people who were on her social media contact list none of those people have reached back out um, we we have since been messaging um, many of these in social media because again we can't find the phone numbers um, and so we are we are looking at every avenue of reaching out and and I think that um, one of the things that I don't want to have happen is I don't want to be talking about names of people I've talked to already because that's just republicizing their names. Now, we've, we've, I've reached out, left a message. I think that one of the messages that I've left um, was actually played on, uh, on morning news um, on one of the television stations. So, so we, we have been reaching out, leaving messages um, on phone numbers that I know that I have. I have um, not only left messages, but I've texted 
um, saying, please call me. Did you consider suspending your campaign for a couple of days to get to the bottom of it? I think I pretty much did. Um, you know, we, we, we pretty much went into full on, let's, let's deal with this. Um, the, the, so, so a number of campaign activities were canceled as a result of this. Because I know there's been issues with reaching out to these survivors, what I want to do is just give you a chance to speak directly to them. So I want to give you 60 seconds. As I said last night, this went horribly wrong, and I could not be more mortified, not because of the political consequences, but because I, I never want to be anyone who uh, does anything that, that hurts or in any way uh, re-traumatizes um, uh, victims of violence. For those of you who were victims, for those of you who um, were not victims, again, uh, putting your name in an ad like that is, is hurtful and it was wrong. And I can't ask you to accept my apology. I want you to know that I am deeply sorry for what happened and that I will do anything that I can to make it make it right. I know that it's impossible to make it right because the names have already been there, but I think there's things that um, at least to have a conversation and uh, uh, ask uh, you directly for your forgiveness. Not ask you for your forgiveness, but I think to, to um, tell you personally how truly sorry I am. And last question. Some women are considering a lawsuit. Your thoughts or comments to those women? I, th I think, you know, as, as somebody who believes that uh, everybody should have access to justice, I think, um, you know, I, I would never discourage anyone who believed that they had a cause of action from seeking remedy. Thank you, Senator. You bet. Again, thank you very much to Senator Heidi Hackham for her time there on Friday. Very, very much appreciate it. I got to tell you one thing about that interview. Uh, when I said, hey, you know what? I know it's been tough for you to hold of these people. There's the camera. I'll give you 60 seconds to say what you want to say. She just turns right to it and boom. I mean, I, I think she knocked that out of the park. That is not an easy thing to do. And she made that look very, very simple and easy. So one of the things I want to ask you as an audience is, you know, look, you know, we always talk about what's happening here in the Senate race, but, but for you out there that always are beating me up going, hey, Berg, take it easy on Heidi Heitkamp. Do you think that was a fair interview?